For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Yeah. True, we shall have a lot of people who are innocent who will die. But we are making sure that all the guilty will be dead. So the innocent are nothing to do with it. collateral damage. It's unbelievable. But uh, this is, uh, you know, because we're discussing communism and fascism and the leaders. But all of these people were perverts, mentally, yeah. psychologically. They're all perverts. Biden's a pervert. You know, I mean, they're they're all pedophiles. Christopher Wray is a pervert. You know, they're all pedophiles. Every one of them, all of them in the deep state, in the Pentagon, you know, Maoist Millie, as I call him, Lloyd Austin. These are all disgusting, demonic pedophiles, every single one of them. And it's sad that we have allowed these people to rule over us at least temporarily. Uh, And again, this is tyranny by the minority. That's what this is. The American people are the majority. It's we the people. We're the ones that are armed to the teeth. And as I've said before, and I'll say again, there's nothing controversial about this statement. The federal government exists so long as we allow it to. Yes. And that's that's the facts. That's the facts. That's the truth. Now, whether or not the American people are going to do anything about it yet, well, that remains to be seen. But the yeah. facts is the government only exists so long as we allow it to exist. But that's only in America. Only in America, the, the government is allowed to exist by the will of the people because only in America do you have so many armed human beings. Correct. And that is the key to all of this. Absolutely. As long as we're armed, we have the upper hand. Correct. Correct. And if they come for our guns, well... Like I said, bring it on. The American people are not going to stand for that. Funnily enough, more women now are buying than ever before. Yes, that's correct. Um, I believe the last numbers I saw was a 88% increase from 2020 to 2023. Can you believe that? And women yeah, owning hands. Yes, yes. It makes sense mm-hmm. because the police cannot protect you. Your husband yes. cannot protect you. You have to protect yourself. That's it. Right. And most of those guns, by the way, are nine millimeter or, you know, 45s or yeah, yeah, 38s yeah. So or, they're you know, they're right. handguns. No, no. They're smaller they're handguns because so they fit in their yeah. purse. Yeah. And they go shooting and they get to the range and they, they get trained and training and all that good stuff. So by I think way, that's wonderful. By the way, going shooting is such a pleasure. Because you get to know people, you got to meet people, you get you to meet people, men, women, yep. children, all races, all nationalities, and then you exchange. Yep. I take the rifle of somebody, he takes my Smith & Wesson. Are you with me? We, yep. I try his guns, he tries my guns. It's a social event. It really is a social event. Yeah, it, it certainly is. I mean, I'm armed constantly anywhere I go with multiple guns on me. <laughs> mainly because I have to be, you know, kind of like what you would be as well. Uh, But it's always nice because, um, you know, if you're out and about, you know, where I live, certainly, you know, you can have a concealed carry, you know, you don't have, you don't need a permit or anything like that. You can have it in your car, you can have it at your, you know, on your body. And I think that that should be like that in all 50 states. It's really kind of a shame that there's only a handful of states that really allow you to have full freedom of your Second Amendment rights. And so the people that are being either discouraged from owning guns or, you know, they're trying to do certain bans and things like that, they get guns illegally all the time. They just go to other states. They buy them that way. I mean, there's going to be other ways to get guns. And many of those patriots that live in those blue dominated states are loaded to the gills with guns. And that's a good thing because they're some of the most, you know, tyrannical governments 
that uh, that run those blue states. So I'm glad that states like New York and New Jersey and Connecticut and Rhode Island and, and all that are loaded with guns as well. Not nearly as much, of course, as some of the other states out west, but they still have their guns as well. And again, like I said, collectively speaking, there's about 438 million handguns uh, in the hands of about 118 million Americans. So... Absolutely. Joshua, I, That's I told a good thing. JJ, when I come to America, first thing I will do, I'll try to get a gun. First thing I'll do. There you go. Yeah, no question. Absolutely nothing in my mind which will prevent me from doing it. To visit or are you going to move here? I'm going to move, God willing, 2025. Okay. Wow. That is a uh, brave You know what news. state? You know where area? Uh, generally in New York, unfortunately. Oh, gosh, but, no, don't go to New York. <laughs> generally New York, unfortunately. I will be, I will be don't the, go the to New York. Nightmare, the worst nightmare for any Democrat. No, don't go to New York. Go to a, go to a red state. You'll have more freedom. Why should I go to Texas? You could go to Texas. You can go to Texas. Uh, we need to... Uh, we need more red people uh, in Arizona. That's for sure. Okay, um, Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could go to Utah. You could go to Idaho. You could go to Wyoming. There's a lot of different places that uh, that you could go that are good. You know, good still solid red states. Montana, although that's changing a little bit. But yeah, there's definitely some uh, some red states. So when you get ready to do it, you reach out to me and. Uh, We'll hook you up. We'll, we'll, I'll we'll, do, uh, we'll I'll come do your this. tour One guy. question. Let me ask you Kansas even. Supposing, supposing no, I don't, I he doesn't want to come to Kansas. <laughs> Josh. I'm trying to get I out of Kansas. He, he, he needs to go to Arizona. That's where he needs to go. <laughs> Josh, question. Go ahead, IQ. What was that? If I landed, let's say, I started in New York because that's the landing port. Where would I get a gun? I have to go to, let's say, Arizona and get a gun? Well, I can tell you right now, New York has pretty strict gun laws. Oh, uh, that's, what, that's why I'm, I'm dismissing Yeah. That. If you want to be on the East Coast, uh, I would uh, land in, I would land in uh, DeSantisville. I'd go down to Florida and get yourself right. a gun. Right, right. Because okay. they, they have locks, laws there. Um, West Virginia is a decent state as far as gun laws is concerned as well uh south carolina is another one that's decent um you, you know if you're going to go on the east coast you don't want to be in new york <laughs> that's for sure I, I got you okay new york is almost unlivable at this point and remember i grew up in new jersey right next door to new york and, same uh, it's the same asshole exactly yeah <laughs> i think you might be on the air or radio so i don't want to Use any language? Oh, I, no, 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 no. Oh. You're good. You're good. I just, I, 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 I agree. Are we live? Are we live? Or well, yeah, we yeah, just... we're live right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. But so, 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 Josh, uh, bring us, yeah. g- give us some updates on on what you've been up to lately, as far as programming. Well, I just and all sat that. down. Uh, yeah, I just sat down and interviewed um, Sonny Borelli. Uh, the majority leader of the Arizona Senate, uh, he dropped a um, a press release in the morning, and we were texting back and forth. So I called him, and I did a spot interview with him about the press release, which is basically going around KKK Hobbs and her veto and doing a uh, continuing resolution to get rid of these voting machines. And he has the plenary authority and power vested in him as a state legislator to be able to do this. And if they don't comply, then, of course, there'll be lawsuits and everything else. And so one of my questions to him was, can we get this done before 2024? And he said that he thinks that there's a good chance to do that. Obviously, if it goes in front of the Supreme Court, if we can expedite it in front of the Supreme Court, then clearly, you know, we would win this case because, I mean, open up the Constitution and it clearly says that state legislatures, not the federal government, are the ones that oversee, conduct, 
and, uh, and, you know, and do uh, elections at the state level. And they're also the ones that are allowed to change election rules and, you know, and different resolutions for different elections. And so you don't need legislation per se. And that's what the Arizona legislature that I've been talking to them and, and talking to Anthony Kern, who's a good buddy of mine, and, and Sonny and Wendy and all these people that are there saying, look, forget about the legislation. Okay, you don't need legislation. It's going to be vetoed. She's an absolute animal. She doesn't care about Arizona. She doesn't care. I mean, she doesn't want to change the laws that got her illegally in the position she's in, right? So how do you defeat her? How do you get around it? Well, you have to do continuing resolutions. You have to do uh, legal you know, procedures, legislative procedure changes, and things like that. And so that's what Anthony's been doing. That's what Sonny's been doing. That's what others have been doing. And slowly and surely, we've been able to change some things. Granted, some things were done in legislation, and they've been blocked. They've been vetoed. But right now, we're working on getting rid of these machines, and we're going to force them to sue, and hopefully we can get an expedited you know, case in front of the Supreme Court before 2024 because we'll win that case. I mean, unless, the, unless they look at the Constitution and say, Sorry, state legislatures don't have the plenary power, which is not true. They do. You know, I can't imagine them doing that. So we want to get it in front of the Supreme Court eventually because we know that we'll win there. And if Arizona wins, then that means every single other competitive swing state will also win. And that would be the best thing. And I would encourage people listening, if you're in Michigan or you know Pennsylvania or Ohio or any other places, uh, to do that, you know, we need more states to exert their plenary power from the state legislator positions and change election rules, which you're allowed to do and get around the governors in your states. That is fantastic. So we've got Josh Bernstein so with us today. So that's one of the things we're working on. IQL Rizzoli. So IQ, uh, any, any more questions for Josh while we've got him here? Yes, how do we get rid of Biden? <laughs> That's the million-dollar question, baby. Why? Why is well, it a million-dollar question? Yeah. He has done everything against the Constitution. He's a yeah, he has. He's a commander-in-chief. Uh, Why is it a, a, a difficult question? I don't get it. I understand. And now IQ, let me explain something. Yeah. Joe Biden could be caught on video raping an eight-year-old girl. And he still wouldn't be thrown out of office because he has Merrick Garland as his lead prosecutor, attorney general, a real dirtbag who, thank God, is not on the Supreme Court. But he will not do anything ever to hold anyone on the left accountable for anything. So literally, I have said that. I've said that on my show. You could, there's such a it's not even a two tier justice system anymore. It's more like a million tier justice system. Okay, let's call it what it truly is. And so with Merrick Garland in position, he's never going to prosecute Hunter. He's never going to prosecute his fake boss that put him in his fake position as fake AG. And so we're at a, at, we're at a standstill here when it comes to liberty and justice. I mean, we're never going to see justice with these animals in the positions that they're in. So to answer your question, Biden could literally, you know, do anything he wanted. He could probably cut someone's head off and hold it up to the camera, and they still wouldn't arrest him. It's sick. Yes. Don't tell me what I'm thinking. Don't ask me what I'm thinking. Don't. Yeah, well, I know what you're thinking, and don't say it. You don't want to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we have got a uh, great guest, Josh Bernstein, back with us, and, of course, IQ Al-Rizzoli. Uh, so, IQ, what has been some other things that uh, people have been avoiding talking about that you want to talk about here today? The debt, the debt ceiling. Will America default or not? 
God, Europe, I hope so. Europe, Europe is shaking about this idea that if America defaults, a lot of the, the monetary system will collapse. Do you think they will, they will default? Do I think they'll default? No. I think at the 11th hour, like they always do, they're going to tuck the tail between their legs. They're going to give Biden everything he wants because Kevin McCarthy reached down and realized he doesn't have a pair of testicles. So with that being said, uh, I hope that they default. I want America to default. And I'll tell you the reasons why. You can't keep kicking the can down the road forever. At some point, you have to pay the piper. That's number one. Number two, we've got, what, $31, $32 trillion in debt. Add in unfunded liabilities. You're talking about $111, $112 trillion in unfunded liabilities. I mean, the interest alone on the debt is in the billions, okay? So we can't pay back the debt. So we might as well default. They're already going after the dollar with this BRICS thing. You've got 11 countries now trying to take down the dollar. The only good thing from a default would be that we would wipe out the deep state in 90 days. If we could close the government for at least 60 to 90 days, remember, the government's still not closed. The mail still gets delivered, all that stuff. But what the good part is, is the, the government class, the people that work in the Pentagon, the people that work in these positions of power where they're entrenched, you know, administration after administration, year after year after year. Now, all of a sudden, they're not going to have any jobs if we shut down the government. And that is the best way to clear the swamp out because all those people are entrenched in those positions. I don't care about them. I don't care about their families. I don't care about anything about them. I want them gone. And one way to do that is to shut down the government for a, an extended period of time. We have to do it at some point. We can't keep raising the debt ceiling and kicking the can down the road. We've got to pay the piper. The economy is already in the toilet as it is. So we might as well do it now and get it over with. Those enough, are my thoughts. This, this has been playing chicken all the way to yeah. the line. And, and it's been 50 years of this. Time, every single time the, the Republicans fail. Yep, every time they blink. Every single time, yeah. and this won't be every any different. Time they blink. Yep. And I have absolutely no doubt Biden knows that. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. He knows. And you know what? Here's the thing. The, the, the media, the prostitutes and all the media, they're going to turn around if there is a shutdown. And who's going to get blamed? Republicans. And Republicans okay. can't okay. stand being blamed for anything. They're like no, three-year-old they children. Did you eat the last cookie in the jar? No. Yes, you did. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right? That's Republicans for you. They don't, they're afraid of their own shadow. They're afraid of being called a racist. They're afraid of being called sexist, a homophobe, a xenophobe, a thisphobe, a thatphobe. And they really are afraid because somehow they think uh, politically it's going to hurt them by shutting down the government. That is the biggest joke in the world. It'll actually help them. And they don't even understand that. That's it, but that's you. what you get when you have 15 rounds of voting for Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> He's not one of my favorites either. No. I, I, I was not a big fan of his, and I, and I know that the, the NWO and the elites shoved that guy in because they really like that guy. But well, I also McCarthy didn't like isn't. Pence either. <laughs> so... And we all see what happened there. Well, we could have had Andy Biggs. I mean, there could have been a lot. Byron Donalds would have been great. Imagine him as speaker. He would have been great. Uh, there could have been a lot of really good good folks. But, nope. Fifteen <laughs> votes. Fifteen <laughs> votes guy. of garbage. <laughs> well, uh, as we wrap up here, let's start with IQ. IQ, give, give me your thoughts on today's show and how we get your books and everything. It was a pleasure to have Josh Bernstein, at least tete a tete, without any interruptions. Thank you, except for the bloody Skype. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Josh, uh, before we wrap up here, how do we get in touch with you online and everything else? 
jbushow.com. That's the spot to go. There's a lot of free content on the website. There's about 30 interviews with major, major people on there as well. So you can take a look at some of the interviews and then please subscribe in the new releases section. That's the stuff that's too hot for social media, too hot for even conservative social media. And remember, if it's banned on social media, you'll find it there at jbushow.com. Fantastic. Well, Josh, I will uh, hopefully talk to you next Tuesday. And you got it, my uh, IQ, man. I will talk to you on Thursday. So uh, that hey, wraps you up. Enjoy that dinner. You take care. That wraps it up here uh, <laughs> for the show. And uh, if you're listening to us on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, thank you. See you next week. going to be our guest. He is patiently waiting for us on the old skip a skype so we are going to go to John Lynch. He is going to with us here in just a few seconds, so uh, I don't want my audio video settings. I don't want any of that nonsense. We are going to go back to the Skype. We have our guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Go ahead and give me a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, my name is John Lynch. Uh, I'm an Irish singer, songwriter. Uh, I work mainly in the folk genre, the Irish folk music. So, um, came full time during the COVID, believe it or not, during the COVID pandemic, and uh, released an album in 2021 called City Stars. And this year, uh, releasing a new EP called 1922. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have got John Lynch with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big program, and uh, he is amazing. And uh, so, John, tell me a little bit about how you got started uh, doing the music thing. So, you know, growing up in Ireland, it's hand in hand. You'll always have music, you know. And um, through growing up with the family, there was always a sing-song in the house and other people's houses. And it was something I always done on the side. Uh, but when the global pandemic happened, um, there was no venues anymore. There was nothing to do. So we all went back in and, you know, we had to navigate our way through the digital media. We had to discover new pathways to an audience. And I actually recorded an album remotely then uh, with other uh, musicians and released it, self-published it. and. Uh, Ever since then, I've been playing full time and uh, awesome. original music, and it's it's been fantastic. It is John Lynch. He's with us today here on our big, big broadcast here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. You can get more information at buildgrowandenjoy.com. The fantastic John Lynch with us today. He joins us here on our big, big broadcast. So, John, uh, tell us a little bit about some of your musical heroes and influences. So, my biggest musical influence would be from the Irish folk musicians, like the Dubliners. Um, but as well as that, like, there'd be the famous ones like Bruce Springsteen would be a major influence on my writing. Um, Bob Dylan, uh, all the Americanists. Uh, I'm crazy about music. Uh, so I wouldn't have a specific preference. Uh, it, it varies depending on the mood that I'm in, you know. Um, but mainly the singer-songwriter thing is, is what I go for. Uh, so the, the big guys over here, like Luke Kelly, Christy Moore, um, the they big guys. And, and because Ireland is so small, you could you could reach out to people, like, and and you know you could be playing with somebody who's tremendously famous in Ireland. Um, Glenn Hansard would be one off the top of my head. If famous Oscar winner Glenn Hansard. Uh, and of course, he only lives not far from where I live. But, uh, you know, uh, it's it's been brilliant here in Ireland. Uh, and, you know, in the UK as well, especially, there's been a lot of uh, been a lot of traction on my music in the UK, especially down the southwest in England, near Cornwall, where there's a lot of folk influences. So it'd be a lot of sea 
faring ballads to be the Celtic tradition between Ireland and, and that part of the UK. And uh, and that's really where my influences come from. We have got John Lynch with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. He has got a brand new single. It is called Guardians. And we are going to play that here in just a few moments. So tell me a little bit about Guardians. So Guardians, like, like Dublin City, there's probably a population of a million people in Dublin. Um, but growing up from the 1970s, 1980s, there was never any high rise in Dublin City. In Dublin City, was was very an, an intimate city, so they built a power station right on the docks. So when you come into Dublin Park, the, there was a power station there, and they had these industrial towers, red and white. And at the time, there was some controversy when they were built, but over the years, they became almost like an island of Dublin. And I spent many years travelling from to the UK and, and over for work as an electrician, either by boat or by you know, we see these two towers and as you, especially as you arrive back to Dublin after being away working, you see these two towers and they reminded me very much of a bouncers, uh, just watching who's coming and going into the Dublin part and then I got this idea that there were more like guardians over the city and you know all of the people's loyal there uh, are under the, the the gaze of the guardians and there's a famous uh, walk that goes right out to a, a lighthouse and it's called Poolbeg Lighthouse uh, 1.6 and the wall was built in 1756 as a means to get you know to, to prevent more sand coming into the port, so they had to make the port deeper. And there's a pool, there's a lighthouse there called Poolbeg. And again, as you walk on those granite stones, they're just big blocks of granite. If you walk right out there 1.6 kilometers and you look back into Dublin, you're neither in Dublin or out of Dublin. So you're just stepping out of your life for a little bit. So it's a great meditative experience uh, just to go out there and watch life go on and back of the city as you're out and at the sea and you watch the ships coming in and going so it's a it's one of my favorite places to actually go and walk to and uh, you turn your phone off and you walk out there and experience life and uh, that's really where the song came from Garden. so i kind of go through the whole uh, the whole history behind it as well we have got john lynch with us today he joins us live here on our big program. You can join us each and every week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. You can get more information at buildgrowandenjoy.com. We are going to do this. We're going to put John on a brief hold here on Skype. We are going to play Guardians. It is John Lynch. He is a renowned Irish folk singer, and he is our guest this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Here's Guardians. Right now, on our big, big program, it is John Lynch. Guardians. A lot of moving parts here today, so we're going to get John's music up here and uh, enjoy Guardians. We walk the same wall hand in hand Those two towers of red and white they stand they're watching over us, they stand aground Like guardians over Dublin town, Dublin town Dublin town In 1970 They raised the towers, the ESB you see them standing both north and south Across the bay to Sandy Mount, Sandy Mount Sandy Mount 
mighty ship it rolled by me Sailing far across the sea These stacks that made electricity Now standing guard over you and me Shelly Banks, I see the old oil tanks They're empty now, filled with hollow sound Footsteps of ghosts who live before me They walk the south wall, legacy, legacy And the pool big lights and they guided the souls Of the men who brought the fuel, turf and coal To power the engines that light the night They're quiet now, they're sleeping giants, sleeping giants Sleeping giants In this world is The child in me Sees the hope That I should cling to These towers were built In the place I was Guardians, it is John Lynch. He joins us this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. It's buildgrowandenjoy.com. 
John Lynch. He's an Irish performer. He's a folk singer. And uh, we are going to go back to John Lynch. He is going to join us back here on our big program. That, of course, was Guardians. He has a brand new EP. Uh, let's talk about the EP, John. Yeah. So the EP is called 1922. And the reason it's called 1922 is because that was the formation of the Irish state. So Ireland as an Ireland Republic started in 1922 as an independent state. So I basically charter the last 100 years of how Ireland has started the country and, and how it's progressed throughout the, the century. And I'm not one for political rhetoric, but you know, sometimes it's quite difficult in Ireland, uh, for instance, to get housing and there's a lot of homelessness. So, you know, I kind of addressed that throughout the whole EP and the songs. We have got John Lynch with us today. He joins us here on our big broadcast. You just heard Guardians. It is off his uh, brand new collection of music. So, John, uh, what do you have coming up this next year? So, in the summer, we're, we're doing a tour, and the tour is going to bring us um, to down south, west, north, and back to east in Ireland. Uh, and it's called Roots to Roots, and it'll be chartering the historical journey through Ireland and using the, the folk tradition of storytelling. So a lot of the songs that I be, we would have in, in our collection, apart from the originals, w- would be old songs that were never written down, but, but handed down from generation to generation. So every area in Ireland has a particular uh, favourite story or a song associated with a particular area and and what i'm going to do is we're going to travel down to southwest which would be Kerry, and then we're going to travel up west coast and along the journey then we'll do some some seminars and and lots of stories um of a historical nature you know so i'm looking forward to that and on the second part of this year um i'm going to release a second ep uh, in December. So what we could have done is we could have had a whole album uh, released with 12 tracks, but instead of doing one album release, we're going to do two EP releases, either side of the summer tour. So really looking forward to sharing that with everybody. It is John Lynch. He's with us today here on our big, big broadcast. He's with us this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. So, we are going to play another track. This comes from your 2021 album, City Stars. It is called The Wind at Your Back. Tell me about this track, my friend. So, that song... uh, That song was actually voted the track of the day in one of the premier... Mirror Northern Hot Press magazine. And where that comes from is, you know, you can worry about small little things and, and, and then you think they're going to be so put the wind at your back and just carry on with your plans yes uh, that's the 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 story that's awesome well we're going to do this we're going to put john on another brief hold here on skype and uh, we are going to play the wind at your back this of course is uh from a 2021 album city stars and it's john lynch and it's here I build, grow, and endure. There are times I can see, and they weren't right for me. I was pushing my life around. There's a pain in my heart from beating too hard. My body. Screamed at my mind Now listen to me And the best in life is free Put the wind at your back And the sun light up 
your face Into something so small I'm just glad he didn't fall Don't blow it up to the stars There'll be somebody new Bring trouble to you Don't let it break you down Now listen to me And the best in life is free Put the wind at your back And the sun light up your face That is John Lynch. Well, Wendy, you're back. He joins us this week here on Build. Grow and enjoy. We're pumped up. We got John Lynch with us. Let's go back to John Lynch. We're going to wrap things up here with the fantastic, talented John Lynch. And he joins us this week here on BGE. So, John... Before we let you go, how do we get in touch yeah. with you on social media and the websites and uh, support your music? Brilliant. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram. It's john.lynchofficial. And uh, I'm on Facebook as Lynch Music. And I have a website. It's johnlynchmusic.com. And uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all the usual is John Lynch. Uh, if you just type in John Lynch City Stars, you're going to get me on Spotify. I uh, really appreciate your support. Definitely, definitely. You have got some great music. I uh, really Thank appreciate you. you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. And uh, good luck with everything, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, my friend. There he goes. That's John Lynch here. Joining us via the magic of Skype, he, of course, is on the road and on tour. Go see him. Go catch him live. And that wraps it up this week for this edition of Bill Pro and Bill
guys doing? Pretty good, actually. We have got a great guest joining us today, live as live can get here on our big broadcast. And you can get more information on our website at JiggyJaguar.com. And, of course, you can get on-demand archived audio, as they like to say in the radio industry, over there via iHeartRadio or TalkShoe. And uh, we have got with us today a fantastic guest. Jason Shepard is with us. He is the founder of Wimpkin Social Media. He is also an entrepreneur, free speech advocate, who has launched numerous social media platforms to provide alternatives to combat big tech censorship. And he joins us today via the magic of Skype audio, the fantastic Jason Shepard. So, Jason, uh, talk to us a little bit about this recent uh, Elon Musk pick for a, uh, as, as, the, as the media likes to say, a left-wing CEO for Twitter, in, when in reality I think she's more right-wing, but that's fine too. We're, we're, we're not going to screw the press release up. Uh, <laughs> what do you have yeah. for us on this woman? You know what, I'll be honest with you, uh, to be quite honest, and, and again, thank you so much for having me, but yeah. um, I, would, I would tell you, realistically, so I really think it comes down to Musk having to appease his shareholders with somebody who can actually get advertising back. Because if you look at uh, what Linda Rock uh, Yaccarino is or was at NBC Universal for the last four years, she had up their entire ad team. And she's been telling people social media ads are, are worthless. And again, I guess yeah. that goes with the territory when you actually are selling TV ads. But I really think that's what it comes down to is the fact that he has to really get his shareholders back. Yes. He's bringing a person that can actually sell ad space, but at the same time, he's going to literally annihilate uh, all the conservatives he brought back over to the platform thinking it's free speech. I completely agree, my friend. So uh, so, so, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about her background and, and, and all the various things. Uh, what well, you know you really want to get into it. Oh, dear. I mean, World Economic Forum, first and foremost, uh, you know, she's she's a part of the Great Reset. I mean, let's be honest. She, she really is. It's it's right on their platform. Um, you know, she's uh, she also when her and Musk met, which is actually kind of a funny situation. He hired her uh, about three and a half months ago now. But um, when they met, um, he stated or I'm sorry, she stated he has to moderate content. That's how he's going to get his advertisers back. So. The direction of this platform is is very much in uh, it's 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 quite up in the air at this point. But her background does not fit well with free speech. Let's be honest. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big big broadcast. The uh, fantastic Jason Shepard is with us. Uh, so Jason, uh, what I I love the idea that she when she worked for. Um, Universal and everything and, and mm-hmm. NBC and all mm-hmm. that. She said, you know, all social media ads are worthless. <laughs> and now she's working Pretty for much. a social media <laughs> company. <laughs> I mean, again, it goes with it. You have to sell your job, I guess. But um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's absolutely. It, I just it, the, the, the hiring does not make sense. Let's be honest here. I mean, everyone flocked back to, to Twitter thinking it was actually going to be different under Musk and it's just not. And if she's actually CEO, she's going to make every single decision and overwrite Elon Musk because basically he voted himself out. If you remember on the Twitter platform, he said, would you like me not to be CEO? But I think it was probably a lot of Tesla shareholders and other things. But um, realistically, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think that's going to be a very good hire for anybody. We have got Jason Shepard with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. He is the founder of Wimpkin Social Media. He has held numerous IT leadership positions in major corporate um, health care before leaving the industry after observing irregularities in COVID testing and government reporting protocols. And uh, Jason joins us live here on our big, big program. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you were in, uh, corporate healthcare, uh, you know, and now you're not talk to us a little bit about that journey. Oh, wow. Um, so 
Well, I worked for a, a company in Pittsburgh called Allegheny Health Network. It's um, a Highmark company, which is Highmark's a, um, a very large insurer of the, the tri-state area here in Pittsburgh. It's uh, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio. And um, if you recall, and your listeners certainly are very informed, but when the COVID uh, first test came out, you could only get them at a PCP's office. In my uh, position, I was the one who actually delegated those tests to um, PCP offices as well as actually had to report to um, every county around here's uh, health department with uh, positive tests. And it turned out that every single test we got was legitimately just a coronavirus test. And uh, on average, uh, every single human has at least six to nine in their body every day. So we had 130,000 positive tests. I took that to my uh, my higher ups and said, "I'm not putting my name on this. I will not do this." And they didn't care. So this is actually one of the reasons why Wimkin was started, to be honest with you, uh, to keep uh, integrity and truth in government. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So take me through the process here of starting a social network. Give, give me just oh my goodness how all this started <laughs> because uh, that that that's one of the things that uh, we love talking about on this show is you know building a business and bringing a business to life and and all of these things. Well, it wasn't easy. Obviously, um, I started this in August of 2020. Um, Wimkin stands for World Must Know Now. Uh, obviously, I can't have call letters. The F- um, yes, it's, it's the FCC, I believe. Um, they were like, no, these are already taken. But we could just couldn't put them in the app store, so we added little eyes to it. Just like it sounds itself out, but it stands for Warmest Know Now in honor of free speech. And um, I'll be honest with you, 100%. It, it's not an easy thing to do, especially when you're 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 launching in the age of everyone calls something misinformation and, and fact checking and all these things. And we were number one in the app stores, and we were banned. We were banned for eight months based on the fact they wanted us wow. to, to moderate content. Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I, I, I just think that's amazing that you were banned in the app stores. Oh, geez. Well, it wasn't amazing for our bottom line, but uh, it, you know, we, we, we weren't like a parlor. We weren't going to sell out. We weren't going to go back and say, okay, we'll change this. We'll change this. No, Wimkin does not allow nudity, pornography, or any type of threats to you know human life or, or anything that's like actual criminal uh, element. That is the only thing we censor. So, but you know what? The app stores took a very, very, very uh, hard stance against us, and uh, finally we won. But um, starting this is not easy. I mean, we don't really go for advertisers. Um, there, there's it's it's really kind of almost a it's almost free. Like it's almost we give it away to, to, at this point. So, um, if your listeners want to jump on and help us, that'd be fantastic. But um, you know, realistically, starting this this business in this day and age is it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, you. When you have Facebook that has, I guess it has six billion signups, but I'd say probably half of them are fake. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. Twitter, I just got. I had seven hundred thousand followers on my Twitter before I was banned there. I just got my uh, account back, and I've literally. I think I put up thirty tweets, and I have at least sixty um, messages from scammers and bots. So uh, it, it's it's not an easy industry to run. I'm not going to lie. It's it's uh, really not. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Jason Shepard is with us today. He is the founder of Wimpkin. So what is, uh, you know, you, you were mentioning that there are certain things you don't want on the platform. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that and how you arrived at that. Well, I mean, in all seriousness, um, we started this because Trump was shut down on Twitter and Facebook. I mean, if, when you are the president of the United States and you can get shut down by a platform, I mean, is there any bigger person in the world than the president of the United States? Let's be honest. I, I really don't think there is. So, But we were looking at what could possibly get him shut down with um, you still have, you know, really ISIS and you have terrorists having these, uh, these, these platforms out there on, on these, uh, these pages. I'm like, what do we do? What's going on? What's actually happening out there? So um, in terms of censorship and things, we really just took it to the point where say anything you want and just don't threaten anyone's life. Don't threaten anyone's, you know, uh, ability to have a good life. Don't say I'm going to come and 
beat you up or I'm going to, I mean, uh, there's a lot worse that is said, obviously, but you know, things of that nature. I mean, any, anything other than that realm, we've had people, uh, to be honest with Jig, like we, we've had people actually jump on our platform, try to get us shut down, um, in app stores by like posting drug sales in our marketplace. The way people operate and the way people It happens so much, though. <laughs> it's so crazy. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, they'll screenshot it to the App Store, and they'll try to get us shut down, and we'll get messages from Google Play and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Google Developer and Apple Developer, and they're like, hey, you guys need to pull this stuff out of your store. I'm like, it's already gone. These people do this on purpose. I mean, they literally, they have a crusade against free speech. And I don't, I, that's one thing I don't understand. I don't know why people are so threatened by free speech. I really don't get that to yeah, this day. Yeah, I've never understood that either. For, for whatever reason, there, there are people that are threatened by sp- free speech and voting. <laughs> that oh, seems yeah. to be the oh, thing goodness. that people are more, uh, people are just obsessed with. It's just well. Insane. I mean, well, you you make a good point there, though, because I th- I think a lot of truth and integrity comes into this voting process on social media. I mean, it, obviously it does because, I mean, we heard for three years that Russia was infiltrating Facebook and doing Trump ads and all this, but it, it it's all reversed. But um, it, it's it's kind of funny. We just had a, a voting uh, integrity it was called taking back our elections event last night. Um, in uh, Leechburg, Pennsylvania, and we had uh, already 230-some thousand views on Wimkin of this live stream we did for three hours. We had um, great speakers, uh, um, some of the biggest influencers that I, in the conservative movement, so to speak, but um, I don't want to even keep it conservative. I just want to keep it literally to where it's it's just common sense and letting people actually have education on a voting event. And uh, But social media is... Pretty much where I think almost every single individual gets their news now. I mean, myself, I don't search uh, for Fox News. I don't search for any type of news. I get it live. And I think every single individual does with social media. So it's very important, and it's very important to keep that integrity. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Jason Shepard is with us today talking about Wimpkin. So when you opened Wimpkin and you and you got this all put together, what was some of the feedback that you got from folks who signed up for the site? Well, first and foremost, they loved it because it, it's so it's it's a Facebook meets a YouTube meets a um, I guess a TikTok and a Twitter. We have almost every single feature under the sun. There are some things we don't have, and that's on purpose, like GPS location and things of that nature, because patriots do not want to be located. Let's be honest here, um, but. Uh, it, the feedback was great. I mean, we were number one in the app stores when we were banned. Obviously, that's why we were banned. But, um, you know, we, we were banned three days after Parler was banned. So, um, you know, it, but the feedback was good. We, we had a 4.7 rating on the app stores, and uh, everything was so fantastic. But it's, it's changed since then, let's be honest. It, 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 the, the whole entire world has changed since then. But, um, you know, we're, we're still going to fight. We're going to keep going uh, through where we go. And, uh just keep it rolling. We have got a great guest with us today. The uh, Jason Shepard is with us. His website is Wimkin. Check out Wimkin.com for more information. Well, Jason, thanks for making some time for us today. This has definitely been a fun segment, and uh, I look forward to chatting with you when we have a little bit more time. But but thanks for making some time for us today, my friend. I really appreciate no, it. I, I... I totally appreciate you having me on. I apologize about the technical uh, difficulties there. No, but, no, no, um, no, no. It happens. It happens. It, it, it is. It is. Uh, technology is great when it works, as they say. <laughs> yes. You know what? That's. Uh, well, I guess that's good and bad. Let's be honest here. When it works too, it, it kind of works against us in some ways too. So, yes. but, um, no, it, it's really been a pleasure. And I again uh, truly apologize that. Uh, I no, 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 no. You're good, brother. Time, so. I, I, I look forward to talking to you again. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. There he goes. That is Jason from uh, Jason Shepard from Wimkin. And we are going to be talking to Murray Sabrin here in just a few seconds. I'm getting all sorts of emails from all sorts of people. I don't know why they are talking to me. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.